I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Hello, how good's footy heads? Just before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to put a little disclaimer at the start that the audio recording quality of this week's episode is not the usual how good's footy standard. We still talk the same shit, but sound slightly worse than usual. We just had like a corruption issue, and I'm not talking about the Eddie Maguire kind, I'm talking about unfortunately we lost one of the audio channels. But uh, after spending nine to ten hours editing this episode, I was able to cobble it together and it honestly sounds pretty good, like better than most podcasts that recorded over Zoom anyway. But I just wanted to point it out before we get into the episode, so if you're like, why does it sound shit, I know, but it'll be better next week. Enjoy the episode, up the bombers. Welcome to How Good's Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, How Good's Footy. Sean, this is the first round since uh, three roast trinities in a row where all three teams have played. Yep. And Sean, do you know what we were served up? Please tell me, Joel. Our fourth (laughs) roast trinity, technically in a row. Yeah. What? Technically. 100% factual. Oh, unstoppable, boys. Footy is unfucking stoppable But before we get to that... And we didn't talk about this last week because we're fucking idiots. And the chaos and madness of this had clearly like thrown us so much that we just didn't acknowledge it. But the AFLW trade period happened uh, not last weekend, the week. Well, not last week, the week before. And it was fucking hectic. Like, so fucking hectic to the point where I... Um, look, I'm glad that I like Essendon didn't have a team. Because I feel like it's it was one of those trade periods where I'd be like I I don't know which players which players I like it like who I like anymore because no one plays for the same team anymore. Uh, there was a deadline and all of the teams were like fuck your deadline and just kept trading. Oh, it, they looked Gill in his eyes and they went go on <laughs> can't call us. <laughs> <laughs> and Gill flinched like the piece of shit he is. I tell you what this this had like. There was like nothing for like days. Yeah. Normally, normally I feel like the AFL trade period is a bit more sedate. Mm-hmm. Like there's a few big deals and stuff, but my, everything kind of happens. Nothing yep. happened for ages. There was a couple of little ones here. And then it got to like the last two days and it was like the men's trade period last year, but there was about eight players who had said we want to leave who had not had any deals done. Yeah. Then it there was um, uh, like just some highlights. Just, I mean, and these are the ones that I know of the most because one is... Both heartbreak, but also a dream come true. And another one is heartbreak, uh, where I definitely cursed the Carlton Football Club. Uh, so we'll, we'll start with, yeah, put me in barracking for a team, and uh, it all of a sudden becomes a hectic season. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter how they go into the season. I think you're a free fun. agent. Only- <laughs> now, like honestly, yeah. you're yeah. don't don't feel like you're tied to Carlton next season. Go wherever, go wherever the listener sends you a membership. 
That's what I say. Sean, that's yep. exactly how I plan to tackle the next season. Oh, TC. 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 Nah, I'll, it's okay. Free also, agent. Also, let's not forget that I got the membership because I was like, I love the play. These these three players for Carlton are my favorite players. And the amount of players that remain there from those three is uh, <clears throat> zero. <laughs> Can I ask, Are you? is there a team that's caught your eye early? Because this is basically, between now and when the season starts, is a bit of a wooing period where these teams mm. have got to come for you, Joel Dusha. That's that's great. I mean, I can understand if people don't want to send me to yeah, a club. Can I, can I just <laughs> say on that, um, Sean, I think I speak on behalf of you where I don't know, I don't care where your allegiances lie, Joel. I just hope they don't go anywhere near Brisbane or Geelong. <laughs> oh, no, you're banned. Life banned. Yeah, yeah, life banned, life banned. <laughs> if I catch a whiff of you even thinking about Nina Morrison, I will deck you. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, well, just quickly with Carlton, the players that uh, left. So, obviously, in last trade period, Sarah Hosking went to Richmond. Huge, sad, separating the twins, separating a bit of twin magic. We got twin pranks all of last season, but um, it was really lacking that magical spark of uh, twin sisters playing together. And then on the last day of the trade period this year, out of the heavens comes Jess Hosking, who is like, send me to Richmond, reunite the sisters. And it happened. Even though that literally popped onto, like, the trade period was meant to finish at 2pm. Places started reporting that that could be happening at 1.55. Fucking hell. <laughs> it didn't go through till, like, quarter past three. Like, Because mm. I saw that and I was like, Fuck! And it was like refreshing everything. And I was like, oh, I guess it didn't go through because it's like well past two o'clock now. Oh, it did. <laughs> it went through big time. And uh, Taylor Harris now plays for Melbourne. Yeah, that's huge. Fucking hell. Massive. That's big. Yeah, that's a good forward line. That's a good team. That is a, that is a, like, here's your forward line. So you've got all that going on. And then you've got like Zanker and Paxman delivering you bullets. She's going to kick a hundred. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> How many goals? How many goals in a women's season do you think need to be kicked for it to be okay for everyone to run on the field? Fifty. Fifty. But that's fifty is a good number. Fifty is going to be like no one's got near it. I think. What do we normally get about fifteen to twenty? So Sean, when she kicks twenty five, should twenty five be twenty five? Should be like the huge hype. I mean, fifty is going to happen sooner or later. We'll get more games as the years go by. Yeah, fifty is yeah, probably the rush onto the field sort of one. <laughs> Fuck! I'm if just she trying kicks to figure ten out. in a game, though, like if she's oh. just just like not even going to break it, like you know, maybe she plays that like it's like last game of the year or whatever, and she Tom. kicks. She's on goal number nine. If she sinks Tom. goal ten, I reckon you can run on the field. Tom, it is absolutely fucked up for you to think that someone's going to kick ten goals in the game and not break any records except for that one record. <laughs> yeah, she plays one game. <laughs> That's so all you want to run on the field when someone kicks 10 goals? In one game. In that context, I think so. Sean, let's be honest. I want to run on the field if anyone kicks any goals. Get me out there. <laughs> yeah, I want to get, celebrate. You should get one. One per yeah. year. Like you get one little free pass to run on the field and high-five oh. Tipper or, you know, whoever oh, it is. That would be Courtney the best. Hodder. Imagine that's, high-fiving that's... Courtney Hodder when she kicks a fucked oh, goal. That would be... And then getting arrested. Be running... <laughs> you'd, you'd have to trade because here's the thing, right? I reckon you should, if you're going to do that, you should be able to trade with other people. So every supporter of football gets the ability to run on <laughs> once, right? So you yep, for you trade game. your run. There might be people. Yeah, there might be people who are like, oh, I'm just not going to get to a game this year. I'm going to give Sean my run. So you can run on every time Courtney Hodder kicks a goal. Yeah, it's fucked. It's a logistical nightmare. Yeah. But I reckon we should. Uh, How do you know which one to run out? on for, Sean? How do you know? Yeah, just if. If we're talking, like, this is a fair way off in AFLW, I think, but AFLM, if we ever get the 200-point win, I'd like to oh. run on the field as well. <laughs> that would be yeah. so funny. Just to soak it up. would be corpses. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> you just get in their face, but how did you let this happen? <laughs> <laughs> you make me sick. <laughs> Even I'm running around you, and I'm oh, not yeah. a footballer. <laughs> But um, if anyway, that happens, the- whoever is coaching that side immediately loses their job. Doesn't matter oh, if like to me it's a blip. 
<laughs> like they've won every other game this year, but their one loss was by two hundred points. I would actually love year. that if you lose if you lose by two hundred points, you don't coach next week. One of the members does. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, here's how you do it, right? So here's how you do it. It's really easy. So you've got to run on the field, right? So what happens is two hundred point loss. Everyone holds like holds their breath. The coach comes out to the middle of the ground. Everyone gets to run the field. First person to catch the coach is the coach. <laughs> That's good. Coach catch. That's huge. As for Brisbane's trade period, well, when you're the best team, boys, just nothing needs to happen. Very limited movement. They delisted a few players. Um, yeah. I think we, we grabbed somebody from Richmond. I think it was Phoebe. Um, yeah, Monaghan. Phoebe Monaghan. Yeah, good who, pickup for you guys. Yeah, she couldn't. I don't, I don't think she really got much game time this year, but I know the year before she was pretty fucking good. Didn't she win their best and fairest? Or she came like top five or something? Yeah, I think she was one of their first, like, I think marquee signings outside of like Brennan and whatever. Yeah, and I, I think, think she's a good player. Yeah, or she basically got, I think, based on the way Richmond recruited, I think she lost her spot because of um, uh, Cordner coming in. She got a plays in that yes. back line. Yeah, that whereas pretty good. We're bringing her up, and I think the idea is that she'll take um, Zilke's spot, who's now retired. That's what you think. So I think that's, that's perfect. Think, yeah. That's a good fit. Um, and then I think uh, there's a player I really like, Selena Priest, who just couldn't really get it happening. They've delisted her. I think they de- oh, they delisted Zanchetta. And um, there was someone else. Ruby Spark, I could have sworn she got delisted, and then I think they've re-signed her. So maybe some spot on the list opened up or something. Or maybe they just always planned to do it. I don't know what happened. But they've reunited the sisters, and that's always powerful. That is massive. It's a it's a classic. Um, I think it happened with Sydney last year with Robbie Fox. They de- they delisted him, but actually didn't want to. And then a, a minute minute they realised they could actually keep him. They brought him back in. Yeah, well, that kind of thing happens sometimes. Like we delisted Grant Birchall last year, and then brought him back in or something. Lockie I do all Anderson sorts of weird lists. Yeah. List shit, yeah. Speaking of Geelong, Tom, you got rid of Rocky Cranston. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> Disgusting. Few, Heart and soul. changes at Geelong. Mm. Um, the, we lost, obviously, Purcell to Melbourne, which fucking hurts. Yeah. Um, I wish you all the best. I wish you all the best. Um, we got some decent players, though. We got Chloe Shear from Adelaide, who is a fucking jet. Um, and will be really handy because, boys... She likes kicking goals. Basically, she's what Rocky is, but she's five years younger. Hmm. That's or a more, bold actually. Claim. She's like 22, 23. So okay. she's that similar kind of player. Can play in the midfield and then push forward and kick goals. Um, loves taking big marks. So she'll be a really nice pickup for us. Um, we also got mm-hmm. Edmondson mm-hmm. from um, Melbourne, who's a bit of a mature age or senior sort of player, plays in that sort of wing role, which would be really nice to sort of fill, I guess, the spot that Purcell had. Um, yeah. We delisted a few. We delisted Rocky. Well, Rocky got delisted and then picked up by the Bulldogs. Um, we delisted Manny Boyd, who is our sort of inaugural first person to kick our goals ever. Um, so, no respect. Was we del- no respect. Yeah. We delisted Kate Darby, who we kept on our list this year because she was pregnant and then just delisted her. We also still don't have a coach, boys. That's the other big news. Uh, Simon- it's, it's baffling. My phone has not oh. been running hot and it's, I, d- I just don't understand anymore. <laughs> But here's this thing, like, so we're doing all these like big trade moves. No coach. So uh don't know who's taken over. There was rumors well, swirling that we were we were chasing Peter Searle from St Kilda, which would be interesting. Should get Brad Scott. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with our trade period. I mean <laughs> Did you say Brad Scott? Yeah, yes. do it, mate. Brothers. No. Yeah, why not? Chris no, no, Sean, you think it's What have you got to lose, Tom? You're already shit. Why? <laughs> Chris Scott has said he never wants if his brother came to him and said I've been asked, offered to coach this team. Should I do it? Chris would tell him no. Yeah, he doesn't but, want Brad Scott to go back. No, but coaching. that's the assumption. There's probably AFLM, which is more cutthroat, and there's a lot more cuntiness around that. Whereas AFLW yeah. is just fucking, it's just good times. Oh, uh, I think it's getting cut. It might, he might rediscover his passion for for coaching again. Which is probably why Chris is shitting himself, telling him no, so that his brother doesn't come in and take his job. Tom, then you could be up for some swaps. Imagine Chris Scott just filling in one day. And Brad Scott filling in for the men. You, well, you I mean, know. yeah. You never know. Yeah. Well, if well you'd, know, along- you'd know if the um, <laughs> performance of both teams switch. <laughs> Alternatively, yeah. if uh, Geelong ever need a plan B, there it is. Yeah. Oh, built-in plan B. Brad. Mm. Plan Brad. <laughs> B for Brad. 
Um, yeah, but overall, pretty happy with our with our trade period um, and the, the way it sort of played out in the end. We got we got the players that we were targeting. We filled some niches, and we've managed to get a few extra draft picks. So I think in the Victorian drafts pool, we've basically got like some really good. We got pick two, which is effectively pick one for Victoria. Um, mm-hmm. I think pick two, and then seven, nine, and eleven maybe. Oh, yeah. We got about three or four picks in the first round, which will be really, really good. So we yeah. can uh, make sense. Rasparkas too. That's cool. So you're starting a rebuild. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This is a huge rebuild. We're we're delisting Rocky and a whole bunch of senior players to go mm. after young talent. Yep. Um, it didn't work out the first couple of years, Sean, but maybe it'll pan out this time. Hopefully. Mm. So yeah, big, 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 big trade period. A lot of weird delistings and weird trades. It's going to be interesting next year. It's actually this year, I should say, since the season's going to start in fucking summer, middle of December or some shit. That's Jesus still the dumbest Christ. thing in the world. So dumb. Fuck. Um, the, it's going to get so fucking hot, someone's going to kick a ball and it's just going to pop. It's going to explode and catch fire. Yeah. <laughs> and then it'll be on a furphy oh. ad. <laughs> <laughs> There's um there's one trade delisting that is interesting that I want to get your opinion on, and that is the Gold Coast Suns choosing to delist um Parker oh, after yeah. poaching her from Paige Brisbane. Parker. Yeah. Yeah. What about it? Do you feel like she's you know, you'd welcome her back? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, mate. I yeah, she played she was I think I could be wrong here. I think she was draft pick like number eight or something. She was I think our first pick in whatever year it was was a few years ago. Um, she played okay, but they've just—I think they've moved on. There's other players that sort of fill in that role now, and I don't know. I don't think Brisbane have picked her up, have they? No, no. That was a purely hypothetical question to you. I don't think so. I think she played a few games. She was in and out of the team. It didn't really work. I wasn't shocked to see her go to Gold Coast. I thought maybe she'd get a better shot at it there. Yeah, I don't know. Good luck to her. I don't think she'll come back to Brisbane though. Look, what I'm looking forward to is, and there's a whole bunch of us like Katie Lawrence from the Blues has, I think, gone to the Giants or something like that. So there's a few. Yeah, that was other... that's wild, I reckon. Yeah. And yeah. Sabrina? Yeah, Sabrina, Sabrina to Collingwood. That breaks your heart. That really does break the heart. Fuck, she makes, she'd make that side so much better, though. Yeah. Because Norris uh, retired. Uh, you know, never meet your heroes. Um, I will say I'm looking forward to the boys this episode coming out and um, us each getting an individual message from Gemma telling us which trades we fucked up. Don't worry, Gemma. Next season, Melbourne will be in the grand final and lose, lose to Brisbane. Brisbane. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. I was waiting for that. Yeah. But Daisy Pierce can win the the medal. Well, she's, yeah. that's the other big news. Daisy Pierce is going around again, and Love Aaron it. Phillips is going around again. Love both of those things. Yeah, that's massive. Good for I the game. saw, I, I don't know who it was. It was probably fucking Cornsy, was saying that Aaron Phillips <laughs> should play her final season with the Port Adelaide team. Oh yeah. Well, oh, I think she has. I, I think she. Yeah, Port. she has ties to Port Adelaide, so that would be kind of like a homecoming as well. A bit of a Taylor Harris to Melbourne situation, <laughs> or Eddie Jeez. going back to Carlton. Well, yeah, for like a marquee finish. Fuck. Actually, you know what? Volcano. That's all right. It probably like wasn't it. him. Then it was probably someone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Just just looking at the. The Jess Hoskin trade. It looks like it was for peanuts. Yeah, which is dumb. Wasn't it like a five-team deal? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It's so Carlton traded Jess Hosking Hosking and selection fifty-five mm-hmm. and picks fifty-seven, which both mm-hmm. had, one had come from Collingwood and one had come from the Bulldogs to Richmond for pick twenty-three and pick forty. Yeah, some crazy pick swaps. I've I've thought I'd bring up a list after that. I felt I felt yeah. like I could feel Gemma yelling at me just from the, mm. now. So Carlton have gone from grand final two years ago. Rebuild. To just like huge rebuild. Well, oh, yes and no, because they've picked up they've picked up Del Poss from the Giants, who's a like a decent player, but they've they've lost a bit. Like Chloe Dalton's gone. Bit of a running rebuild. Maybe a bit of a running rebuild. Yeah. Because they've still got Press Parkers, who is still one of the best players in the league. Yeah, correct. And and uh Vessio's still out there. And Vessio. Uh, Moody's still there, who's arguably you yeah. know, best one of the best rucks playing. Well, they've still got yeah, no, fair enough. Weapons, they've still got weapons. Yeah, but you know what this George feels G's like. Still there, maybe, maybe you still love him, Dusha. You know what this feels like, and this is not gonna uh, 
go well into me being like, eh, players I don't like. But this feels very much like what Essendon were, where Essendon were at in the AFLM a couple of years ago. Well, there's a couple of stars, but the rest of the team uh, is like, yeah, a slow rebuild, I guess. But then all of a sudden, it's been a quick rebuild. Tom, do you want my prediction for Joel? Yep. I think he's going to go Melbourne. Ooh. I think the pull of ta- um, Taylor Harris is strong. I think he'll yep. go Melbourne for a year, and yep. then he'll go to Essendon. Because well, that's say, another thing. I... This will probably be the last year. Yep. Yep. And and I've got more evidence. The more you say, Sean, the more it's hitting me. You've got Taylor Harris. Big tick. Guess where Melbourne play almost every week? Magic oh, time of Casey Fields. Fucking hell, mate. And number three, <laughs> the biggest tick of all, you'd be going for the team with the greatest mullet in the history of football. Oh, that's, big, that's big too. A lot of ticks. I wish. Boys, I, wish. I hope you're ready to go to Magic Time Casey Fields in the scorching summer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hop in but the car, we'll go win. down. There's still a 40-kilometer win for some reason. <laughs> fucking hell. I'll die. Um, it also, it's, I can't wait to like just. It'll be like scorched earth down there, so it'll be easy to pick up some dirt and bring it back with us. Oh, bring yeah. some of that magic home. Ooh, fuck, imagine that. Fuck. Do I let you well, yeah, I'm afterwards. Uh, they should, I think. Yeah, we'll take yeah. a footy down. It'll oh, the wind. Yeah. The wind will carry it. With some... <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to kick it 65 <laughs> yeah. with the breeze, and then four meters with with uh, against it. They should sell footies no, down there that just say magic time. Because it'll go behind you. <laughs> <laughs> they should sell footies that say magic time, Sean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So, call us. There was a bit of magic time this round uh, in the AFLM, round 14, Thursday night. And we love Thursday night footy. Everyone who hates it can get fucked, as frankly, yeah. like as far as I can. Look, I fucked that sentence up, but I don't care. The sentiment stands. Everyone who thinks that Thursday night footy sucks can get fucked. Um, it was Friday night. It was the first game of the round, Joel. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Sorry. I um just can't read because my app says <laughs> Friday. And I um I didn't even have the app open. I was just going from memory. But uh, yeah, it turns out memory, not, not as good as it used to be. <laughs> you learn nothing from that email we got from Mick saying, don't rely on your memory for facts. That was to mm. you, though. That was to yeah. you. I'm usually to, reliable. Every, I think it was specific to me, but it relates to all of us, boys. <laughs> I think I was thinking of, uh, yeah, Geelong Thursday night last week. Anyway, mm. Friday night. Thursday night footy should be back. Everyone who hates it can get fucked. Friday night, back. there was a game, though. Geelong took on Western Bulldogs. And Tom, we know boys. it was a roast trinity, so you won. But uh, under what circumstances? Boys, this team are going to kill me. My cause of death is going to be Geelong. I have seen... We, we won with a goal after the fucking siren. <laughs> I, it is fucked how many times I am put through this by my football club. Genuinely fucked. Like, there's just... I was reading a stat after this game that the most number of, like, games... Player who's played in the most number of games decided by a, a, a kick after the siren, yeah. are 11, and that's Tom Hawkins. Yeah. 10 is Joel Selwood and Harry Taylor. Yes. Yep. That figures, Tom. When when one of them was the top one, you think there'd be a few others from the same it's team. Hell. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's insane. Uh, this game was fucking tight. It started off ugly and then turned into a tight contested game of footy, which makes sense when I think these teams are one and two for contested possessions across the league. Check mm-hmm. checks out. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, to give you a, like, just to give the audience a little bit of a look in, I watched the first quarter of this and it was horseshit and I was angry. Uh, and then I watched the last 15 minutes of this game and I was like, it was, it was exciting and fucking hectic. Yep. Yeah. It was, I think there were like 11 lead changes in the second half or something absurd like that. Like, yeah, just wild. And before we get into the, the kick after the sign and all that kind of stuff, I'd just like to spend a brief moment uh, talking about possibly one of the best men running around in football. And it's Tom Stewart. Fuck, boys. I love Tom Stewart so much. Never retire, Tom. If, if you're like, <laughs> you get picked. <laughs> Out of, you know, plucked from obscurity playing in a lower league, 
by Matthew Scarlett, who's like, this kid's pretty good. We'll give him the 44 that Corey Enright had, which is some pretty big shoes to fill. And, boys, I reckon he's filling them pretty good. Oof. They're comfy shoes on Tommy Stewart. <laughs> now nah, he was enormous. You got nine coaches' votes, which before we started recording, you were upset about. So, Bevo, why are you giving him the full 10? He had the equal most intercept marks in league history. 27 touches, just fucking in everything. How do you know it was Bevo? Got a Bevo? fingertip to the footy. Yeah, how do you know huh? it was Bevo? How do you know it was Bevo? Well, Chris Scott in his post-match interview was like, Tom Stewart was the best player on the ground tonight. Mm. Who did Bevo give the five to, you think? Well, it's really hard to tell because it's nine <laughs> and then two sixes. Yeah, who's the two sixes? It's Libba or Bontempelli. Yeah. Libba. I reckon. Libba, I reckon. Libba, 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 Libba. But here's my theory. I reckon. So Chris then, Scott sorry, sorry, Tom. Four. By that logic, if Bevo went five, then Chris Scott gave that player one. <laughs> so who's the bigger cunt? Well, no. Here's the thing. I think. No, Chris not here's the gave... thing, Tom. Your coach is a prick. <laughs> I think Chris Scott gave Libba five, a four. So then, he gave who Bont gave Bont? One. I reckon he gave Bont one. <laughs> yeah, so he's a cunt. That's juicy. Fuck. It's not that juicy. Um, it's just like, Tom, you went after the wrong coach. Yeah, you, you pig. And if we didn't call you uh, out, you would have just let it stand. I'll tell you who else is a pig, Tom. You know he's a pig man? Who? Your cunt of a captain. Oh. <laughs> Touch Sean, of the Zorkos about him. Sean, I was just about to say, he saw that Dave Should have been Zorko suspended. Playing. Oh, absolutely. Should have had a week. Yeah. 100%. Big him and Zorko energy. are going to punch each other next week and both get yeah. suspended. <laughs> oh, that's going to be great. That What they'll do is they'll punch one another so hard, they'll both get a week but also be knocked out. Good. Sub them out. Yeah, and out of there. the two of them, Joel Stellard will get back up and walk off. Zorko will have to be airlifted out. Well, that's what you yes. think, but shut up, Tom. Nobody likes Joel Stellard. <laughs> He's a fucking yeah, grub. Real grubby. Real, I don't like it. Especially when I was like, I was talking him up because I didn't, watching on TV, I didn't see those incidents until you sort of play it back because I was so stressed. I wasn't really, you know, paying yeah. attention to anything. Did you see them, Joel? No, I didn't see them. So one's an eye gouge. Oh, what the fuck? And he got yeah. off. Yeah, he got a fine. He got, a, yeah. he got, there were two incidents and his total fine was $3,000. One's an eye gouge and the other one was he stomped on somebody. Yeah, stood Fuck. on Taylor Jure's leg as he was getting up. That's there's, bad. There's a, that's fucked. It's yep. fucked. They yep. only gave a three thousand dollar fine. And since when does he fucking Joel Dermy Selwood? Mm. Yeah, right. Tom, just, you could argue that the eye gouge is nearly a punch in the face. It looks like a punch in the face. He kind of comes Tom, down Tom on the Tom ground, swings the hand in, and then like sort of grabs at the face. And you you got piss ant Zorko. Swatting Tom McDonald a few weeks ago and getting a week. I think it's VFL, Tom. Sean, I think we both know that if Tom Hawkins did either of those incidents, he'd be banned for life. Uh, you say that, but you know, that's bullshit, Tom. I hate it. Oh, I Sick agree. Of Sick of it. Sean, how about instead of focusing on, because it is how good's footy, let's focus on the good things, which were okay. Isaac Smith yep. having to get his own footy yep. from over the fence. How good's footy? <laughs> it's going to be so good beating you next week. Yep. <laughs> But yeah, no, that was very funny, him jumping over the fence. I got very <laughs> nervous when he's like climbing on the fence to jump back down because I'm like, man, it'd be so easy to roll an ankle. Right? Yeah. Um, speaking of injuries, the worst news out of this is that Mitch Duncan is now out for eight to 12 weeks with a PCL injury in the most innocuous looking thing in the fucking world. Yeah. yeah but we, we won. won. Go after the siren. Gary Rowan becomes the second player in history to kick, have two games decided off his own boot after the siren. Him and Barry Hall. Of all people, two good done it for two different clubs, both of them. So, hmm. <laughs> yeah, look, it's one of those things where I watched it and I was like, "Yes, we won." It's a shame that it was him who kicked the goal. Tom, shut up! You love him. It's fine that you love him. Don't try and do the "I don't love him." I hate that way more than if you were just like, "I love Gary Rowan." Yeah, shut up, Tom. But I don't love Gary Rowan. I think he's a bit of a grub. Nah, you froth. <laughs> You're frothing over him constantly, Tom. I don't think I am. You, Tom, you are. You talk up Gary Rowan all the time. You're like, he's a piece of shit, but... It, yeah, he's, he's a, a piece of shit, but if he wins me a premiership, I'll get a tattoo of his face on me. <laughs> Words from your mouth. Uh, you know what I will get? I will get all of... If we win... I'm not going to make that promise. If Tom Stewart wins me a premiership off his own boot, I will get all of Tom Stewart's tattoo replicated on my body. 
That's a pretty open ended. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah, Tom. Well, lock that in. Ground. Yeah, Yeah. okay. It's locked in. Best on ground or kicks a winning goal, or maybe even kicks a goal, or sets up a passage of play that wins the game. No, no, he wins it off his own boot. You're fucked, Tom. Actually, you're an idiot. Yeah, Tom, you're a massive idiot. The only thing that's going to save you is the fact that you definitely won't win the grand final. Yeah, Yeah. it's fucked. Anyway, go Cats. Love your work. Um, hang just quickly back to the Gary Rowan thing. Literally last week, you were going on about how you've got a triple a triple threat in the forward line and talking up Gary Rowan because of how reliable Rowan is in front of goal at the moment. Tom, were you happy that it was him taking the shot? There was probably maybe only one other player I would have wanted taking that yeah. shot, and that was Tom Hawkins. Yeah. yeah, so you were happy that it was him taking the shot. Better him than Dangerfield. Just to clarify, you were happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, go. goes again. There he is. Which is fine. Yeah. Open and shot case. <clears throat> I rest um, my case. Speaking of opening and shot, opening and close. Look, the next game's shit. I'm going to say the result. <laughs> we're going to move on. <laughs> Good. Go. Uh, Gold Coast got embarrassed by Port Adelaide. They lost by 50 points. Gold Coast are having a nightmare into their season in a very similar fashion that they have for the last couple of years. Yep. Fold. Um, yeah, they're Tassie. Yep. really in trouble. Um, we'll get to Tassie, actually. Mm. <laughs> we will get to Tassie. Um, Next game, in Matt- fact. We're in Tassie. Matty Rao, just quickly, I mean, played another game, but he's not He's not performing in the same way he was in the uh, times we've seen him earlier in the season, pre-injuries. It's hard when there's which no is- hope. Yeah. And he's being played at half forward. Which I still don't know. Are they... Look... I don't know why that's happening. Anyway, next game, Tazzy, Sean, not a good game, but a win's a fucking win. A disgusting game. Um, <laughs> yeah, putrid. Mm. One of those games where you just look at it and you go, "If I didn't win this game, I would have killed myself." Probably. Yeah. Um, rode the bike the whole game mm. just to take my mind off how shit the football was. Can you confirm that you rode sixty kilometers whilst watching this game? Yeah, I did sixty-eight. So oh. Brisbane Brisbane scored sixty-eight points. And so after the game I just did a couple more Ks just to to round it out. Out of respect to the boys. <laughs> Not even respect to the boys because they were a bit shit ass. Respect to Fags because it's his hundredth yeah. game as coach. Yeah. I think there was five thousand people. There's gonna be another game in this round in Tassie that was way bigger than this one. But um I don't know. Do Tassie people love North Melbourne? I don't get the thing. I don't get the vibe that they really. Embrace I don't think them. they do. Imagine yeah. being told by AFL you don't get your own team. Instead, you get to watch North, who suck. Well, North I Melbourne and Hawthorne. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> know this until today, but apparently the North Melbourne president sent an email out to like uh, North Melbourne members or something, saying you better turn you better turn up to the game like if you Tasmanians want your own team down in Tassie you know you got to show us you got to show up to the game i think that's a bit of a cunt move it yeah. is don't fucking hold a state ransom to come and watch your shit team just because you <laughs> rode the coattails of what Hawthorne did in Tasmania and tried to like pretend that you're the top team down there like the north crowds down there suck shit the north crowds suck anywhere yeah. yeah. You'd be playing I mean, in Arden Street and only five people would go. Yeah. Um, credit to North. They had a crack. They're playing a kind of, they're doing that thing that a shit team has to do where it's just ultra defensive. Yeah. Where they're just yeah. really grinding it out. They're kind of hard to play against at the moment. They're hard to score against. But then eventually yeah. Yeah. it just breaks. If you just sort well, yeah. of like switch it on for long enough, they just, they kind of shit themselves and you win by yeah, five you, goals. You either catch them in the it's last a lot of effort. Quarter, or yeah. you blow them out of the water immediately. Yeah, uh, and it was just garbage conditions. It yeah. kind of poured rain, and then it stopped, and then it rained, and then like you know, Alistair Lynch was just copping it on the boundary as he has all <laughs> for the last you know, eighteen months, <sighs> like a fucking legend. Like. Um, yeah, the highlight of the game for me was you know that you know when you tackle someone and the player like does that pretending to get rid of the ball. So I was like, yeah, just throw punches. <laughs> The yeah, guy yeah. did that, but he did to Robbo and was just punching him in the back. And then Robbo's tackling him and Robbo just cracked it and was like, well, fuck it. I'll do the same. And just starts punching the guy. And, <laughs> but like Robbo doesn't have the ball. He just was laying into the guy. And then he, yeah, he got fined for it. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and then he's tweeted like uh, basically paying to play AFL at this point. And then Aussie Man, <laughs> Aussie Man Reviews was like, send me that bill, mate. I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Brisbane supporter, Aussie Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Oh, that's so good. That was good. Zach Bailey's awesome. I think it was the best game I've seen him play. He had like 30 touches and kicked a goal. He doesn't normally get that many touches. Um, Eric Hipper took a fucking huge mark and actually went back and kicked the goal for once. So he's, his confidence is growing. Link sure. McCarthy. Thank you, Tom. He's fucking awesome. He was involved in everything early. He was great. You're welcome. Um, Lockie Neal. At one point, I think it was like over halfway through the second quarter, they were like, geez, Lockie Neal's only had five touches. He needs to fire up. And then he ended up having 30 touches. So he just Jesus. turned it on. Huey McCluggage was good. The thing that's going to cost him the brown, though, is that he can't kick goals because he had like 30 touches but three behinds. If you get yeah. 30 and three goals, you're going to get three votes. If you get 30 um, and two goals, you'll probably get three votes. Yeah. And then the underrated king of the Brisbane midfield, Jared Lyons, just continues yeah. to fucking... The, uh, you watch, he will not get an All-Australian... In history. Yeah, he, he won't get an All-Australian jacket. He might make the squad, but he won't make the team regardless of what he does for the rest of the year. And it's, I think it's bullshit because I think he's awesome. It's so funny that he seems under like he seems underrated, but to me, I'm like, oh yeah, no, he's obviously one of the best midfielders. But it's because I'm in this show. Yeah, I think that's yeah. that's correct. Yeah, because Brisbane, like, Brisbane's he's... still off Broadway when you think about it. Like yeah. I, I had a dig at like I think it was Sen's Twitter today because they did their like now media do their um, x amount of things we learned from this round. So there's six yeah. games or whatever. So there's five games I think, and they did a thing where it was like six things we learned, and then they go through all the games and pick one thing, but they just bypass the Brisbane North Melbourne game. <laughs> so I just had to crack at them because they do that kind of shit all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Like one of the things I think they gave two slots to Carlton. It's like Carlton aren't even winning games. Fuck off. Talk oh, up Brisbane. That's, They'll have to this week because we've got the marquee game. Yeah. Big prime time Thursday night. Huge yeah. game. For sure. Yeah. I'm glad so Thursday we night footy's back. Tag Jared Lyons because he's too good. Well, good luck, mate. Tag yeah. him. What do you do with Lockie Neal? What do you do with McCluggage? What do you do with Bailey? Zorko's back. Oh, no, not for long because him and Joel Selwood will take one another out the first five minutes. So yep, that's whatever. a net. That's a null. Whatever it takes. <laughs> it should be, should be juicy. I was happy for yep. Fags, happy for Robbo. Um, we've talked about this off air, but we should just say it on air. During the week, Robbo kicked a goal at training and then celebrated and jumped on Fags. Fags didn't know it was happening. <laughs> Hit the ground like a sack of shit. And then Harris Andrews came in and like grabbed Robbo and dragged him away. It was great. It was fucking Imagine, great. very funny. I would have loved. I would have loved so much if then the team sheet comes in on Thursday and it's just <laughs> Mitch Robertson omitted. Yeah, and we're in brackets. It says an injury. It just says stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but they love it. Um, they interviewed someone after the game and they were like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure Robbo's the only one that could get away with that with Fags. I think they're just two Tassie boys who just love it." <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Fuck. Um, do you know what wasn't awesome, Sean? The transitions are there today, but I'm just fucking up the words. Anyway, you know what wasn't awesome? The next game in which Carlton proved that they fucking hate David Teague. They cannot stand him. (laughs) They want him fired mid-season as soon as possible. Or they just fucking play like shit every week and they're a dog shit club. One of two things. Boys. Tom. Boys. So Teague after the game was upset and said that, you know... He hated, so they lost the tackle count as well as the possession count, the classic you're not trying hard enough thing. And Teague said in his his presser that he felt that the effort was really lacking and the intensity was lacking around that area, and that disappointed him. And today, Patrick Cripps, who is still yet to re-sign with Carlton and is the captain of the club, came out and said, it's not effort. Basically, directly contradicted Teague as the reason behind the lack of tackles. What did he say it was? He just said that GWS were too good and they got caught out a few times. But he said it wasn't for lack of trying. Yeah. We were trying our guts out. Yeah, okay. Cripps sucks shit. He's played but terribly. He, he, the like, other captain, Doherty, I mean, he's a TC. We all know this. Um, he's also a fumbly uh, coward when the ball's coming in, as we've seen now. Giving away goals. Worth talking about, the only captain worth talking about from this game was the captain who kicked one from 60. 70. Yeah, fucking could have been 80. Yeah, it was 67, 67 meters. That is fucking, fucking big. Yeah. It's the most Toby Green fucking goal ever. Siren's gone. I'm 70-ish out. Yeah, let's have a crack. Yep. Barrel. He said, they go, do you do them at training? He goes, nah, not really. I just kind of fluked it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. He's such a oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, massive. He, he also got reported in this game. Like yep. He did everything. Kicked four he, goals, yeah. got reported. I didn't see the reporting incident, but the thing, the way that people were talking about it, I think it was bad. 
Uh, he punched a guy in the stomach off the ball. He shouldn't have done it. It's just one of those like dri- drive-by sort of through one. I think he yeah. got fined. I think I read that yeah. he's been he's been fined in like 23 games. So that would be for his career. Every probably seventh game, he cops a fine, <laughs> which is yeah. fucked. That's, and he's your captain. <laughs> and then it's that. And then also you've got to add reporting on top of that. Yeah, that's fucked. Anyway. The less we say about that game, the better. Uh, GWS, it's exciting, I guess. They're hanging um, in. They're, they're hanging in. They're yep. tickling the toes of the top eight. Yep. Much like another team uh, that mm. played the There we game. go. The fucking primetime slot of Sunday afternoon in Tasmania. Ooh. Sellout crowd. Yeah. It was um, pumping. It was absolutely pumping. <laughs> and it fucking shows if there's a good team, a popular team down there. Yeah. Well, there's well, a bit of division in Tassie because I think the Brisbane game was in Hobart and the Essendon one was in Launceston. So the people yeah. in Launceston are like, well, this is where it's at. Give us a club. So Essendon won. It was a grubby game, but we won. And Essendon are the type of club where a win is a win. I will not be complaining about anything that happened in the game. Uh, Hawthorne Joel. did a really good job of locking Joel. us down. You are the sure. most win is a win club ever. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter how we did it. We'll yeah. take the win. <laughs> the dirtiest club ever. Just the the dirtier the win, the, oh. the bigger the smile. Every <laughs> I messaged Sean, I reckon independently we messaged one another during this game about five times, just going every fucking week. <laughs> oh, it's fucked. <laughs> like that should be your slogan. Not not to see the every... bottom fly up, just every fucking week. <laughs> Change um, the club song. So yeah. I'm in <laughs> I'm look. I know that this has been brought up a million times, and I can just say my bombers group chat now. The most off the chain group in the world. The game ended with everyone taking photos of their head to show where their hairline's at currently, and none of us are looking good. <laughs> <laughs> Should have done a before and after preseason post. <laughs> before the drug saga, and now I tell you what: a lot of bald spots and a lot of halfway up the head hairlines. Fuck. Um, but yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Hawthorne, clearly, Alistair Clarkson in a, um, yeah, obviously a classic Alistair Clarkson coaching move, realized what Essendon wanted to do immediately and stopped us from doing that, meaning that we had to play a totally different style of footy and it was stressful. Uh, we won because we were able to break through the defenses they were putting up, but, yeah, there were some quarters where we were so lucky that Hawthorne didn't kick straight. Yeah, it's a bit of a North Melbourne thing. Just grind it out and then eventually you break through. There was one man that broke through very, very quickly. And that man is a big cunt by the name of the package. Jake yep. Stringer yep. had uh, one of the career best games, 29 touches, which is an equal high for him. Kicked four goals. Almost every goal he kicked was totally fucked. And he played None mostly them, in the yeah. midfield. None of them were like just a, here's a set shot from directly in front no. type deal. Uh, his first goal was a 40 meter soccer. Well, um, <laughs> burnt both of his teammates. So he it was one of those ones where he went for it, and it's like he has to nail it because if he misses it, he had three guys in oh. the goal screen that he could pass to. Fucking hell! I didn't see that one. Um. So what yeah. happened was uh, the ball came into our forward fifty, and uh, the defender and him kind of wrestled for the ball. Like no, Noah marked it, and it hit the deck, and he just kicked it and then chased it. So he kicks it once, the ball travels towards the goals, and then, yeah, kicks it off the ground again. Yeah, could Sean have picked it up, it up too. Yeah. Could have picked it up. Was it in time. the first quarter? Yeah. yeah. End of the first, towards the end of the first quarter. Yeah, Wingard okay. drops the ball and then the yeah. package arrives. <laughs> it's, it's, um, if you had to, if you had to describe Jake Stringer in one moment of his career, it's that goal. Yeah, this game had it all. We had uh, Nick Hind running forever and kicking a oh, massive goal. The budget businessman. Oh, the yeah. shackles. Pick up a recruit of the year. Yes. Yeah. Um, Harry Jones taking f- hangers all day. Got the Rising Star nom as well. Good. He His, his ability to... At, how old is he? Like 18, 19? Yeah. He's, he's going to be a jet. His ability just to clunk big marks against bigger... Because usually yeah. like... He's a lanky key forward playing on like, it's always the old fuckers who play in defense who are a bit like nasty. Yeah. And he's playing on them every week and he's clunking big marks. Yeah. There was a lot of marks. Like he was, um, 
He took a huge mark in the first quarter, but Kale Hooker... Uh, oh, that is the grubbiest goal I've ever seen. He had three people. Oh, fuck. Sean, Sean, now correct me if I'm wrong. He also could have picked it up. He had he he was so clear. He was about 15 metres clear. He could have picked it up and handballed it to any of the three people. That is... That's fucking... That's money ball. That's I want a contract. <laughs> fucking hell. Hey, Sean. Oh. Ten coaches votes. Ten. Well, I mean, ten. yeah. It's the best game he's ever played. <laughs> yeah. I, I reckon he just man. added he's he's out of contract at the end of the year. He's just added a hundred thousand dollars to his contract. Oh, easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. easy. He's but just yeah, become a seven hundred grand man now. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, this game had it all. Tipper kicked a fucked goal. Stringer kicked heaps of fucked goals, including one where there was a ball up in our forward 50. He shrugged off about 30. The entire Hawthorne Football Club tackled him at once. He managed to shake every tackle and kick a goal yeah. using only one arm. <laughs> um, Kale Hooker uh, got a free kick 30 meters out directly in front, kicked it into the man on the mark. It was all up. <laughs> just, just the usual. Oh, from that him. was. There was also some dog. There was the kick in the first quarter that like just veered off to the right at like a hard <laughs> 90 degree turn. And whoever was the banjo lighter was like, I just can't emphasize this enough. There is no wind. <laughs> <laughs> just some fucking tazzy magic. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, but yeah, Nick Hind, kicked, Nick Hind cleared the ball out of the defensive 50, passed it off. Uh, there was a pass, and then he just kept running, and then he got given the ball back while he was still running, and then he, from about fifty-five out, just drilled it. Um, I fuck. Just one of those games where, oh, uh, Darcy Parish, he was a little bit quieter this week, but he clicked, kicked to the winner. Well, sealed the game. Yeah, uh, with was the, fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course. <laughs> Heppel um, kick one. No, he kicked a point. I think. He was running he in, wasn't shot. he? I remember yeah. thinking, yeah. I think I yelled at the TV, Captain's goal! <laughs> uh, Nick Cox also had a slightly quieter game to the point where, like, I had to double check at one point in the game. I was like, is he playing? Yeah, he his um, fantasy points were quite low. Yes. Not good. Yep. Did you get the win, Tom? you get the win? Pardon? Did you get the win? I certainly did. I yep. certainly did. We've navigated the buy rounds very well. We did. <laughs> I tell you what, some boys really helped me, and one of those was Jared Lyons. Fuck. Yeah, Pulled there's a through. few. The fantasy league competition is fierce, Joel. There yeah. are a few teams down the bottom who I can tell have just given up because <laughs> I've played a couple of them in recent weeks, like where you line up against them and their captain is someone who's not even playing and stuff like that. And it's like, come on, yeah. lift. Come Everybody on. Lift. lift. Fight it out. Um, You know, be good. Yeah. Be yeah. more like Special K. Oh, fucking hell. Merciless. Dangerous. Die yeah. for football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So uh, Essendon have started to be called the box office bombers because they sold out oh. a game in they sold out a game in Perth in uh twelve hours and then sold out the Warncestern game in two. <laughs> That's better than box baby bombers. bombers. That's yeah. so good. Do you know who coined that? You're not going to like it. Is it Shades? Oh, who is it? Was it He's Barrett? Special four-eyed cunt. Uh, uh, you don't though. deserve glasses, Damo. <laughs> the only Damo that I want to hear about on this show is our good friend Damo, who we do the Scaredy Boys podcast with new episodes every Friday. Correct, correct. Um, I guess even a dumb cunt is right twice a day. And uh, <laughs> Big Damo Barrett. Are you saying I can be, I can be right twice a day? Yeah, it's funny. He thinks you mean him and you mean Damo Barrett. Mm. Yeah. Well, no, no, I, I mean both. I'm just surprised that you think there's a chance where I could be right twice a day. Mm. Look, Tom, I will not comment on this any further. I will, <laughs> however, comment on next week's games. Let's get our tips in. Yep. Haggard's Footy so, Cup. Thursday Round night. Two. <sighs> Fuck. And Tom, this is big for you. It's big for the show because you've got Brisbane next week and then Essendon the week after. It is a big How Good's Footy fortnight. You could sew up the cup. The regular season cup. Obviously, when we win the grand final, it's irrelevant. Um, oh, fuck. Oh, fucking hell. Um, you beat us by a point, I think, last time. Controversial. Or two. Yep, controversially. 
Um, and then the time before that, smashed us at the Gabba at, at, in the prelim. Uh, Jeremy Cameron wasn't playing last time. Um, yeah, fuck. Fucking hell. Fuck. Danger didn't play last time. He was suspended. Eh, whatever, mate. Brisbane. I agree. I'm, 11, I'm 11 points. Yeah. What? I think it's going to be close as. Excuse me? What did you just what? say? What did you say? I'm going Geelong. <laughs> wow. Wow. Fuck. I can't believe you do that to Sean. Yeah, that's... Yeah, wow. You think that's you right. know a guy. For three hours and 20 minutes on Thursday night, Sean and I aren't <laughs> friends. Yeah, it's true. And depending on how the game plays, it could be longer. <laughs> yep. We all know. We all yep. know. There's only one result where it goes longer. Yeah. If Brisbane <laughs> we win. We know that if Brisbane, if Brisbane, Brisbane win, win, best mates. If Geelong win, if Geelong win. You won't talk to me for two days. It probably won't uh, here for be. Oh, it'll be a long, long weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Geelong win. Uh, the first we hear from Sean in the Haggard's footy chat is Zoom link, question mark, on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just need to clarify. It's, there's even more floating around this. So that game's on Thursday. Yeah. Um, my, my birthday is over the weekend. Well, so Sean, there's a lot on the line. If, yeah. if Geelong win, I'm not saying Sean for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, all right. Now, now I have night. to because it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Stay home. Yeah. First time I see you is in the Zoom next week. <laughs> uh, Friday night, Richmond take on St. Kilda. Ooh, this could be very bad news for the St. Kilda coach. Yeah. Go on, Richmond. Yeah. Uh, Richmond. Richmond. Yep. Then I think Ratton's got another year. I think he's safe for another year because Teague and Dew were too busy stinking it up. Oh, yeah. Ratton, Ratton's not in any danger this year. No. no, no way. Uh, then Saturday, North take on Gold Coast. Oh, where? Tassie. Hobart. Oh, I'm going to go North. Guess who's the favourite this week? Is it North? North? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think yeah, North. North. Gold Coast were really ordinary against Port. Yeah, they were dog shit. Yep. <sighs> See, I want to go North, but I also do not trust them at all. Oh, but yeah, also... But don't trust Gold Coast. Mm. Yeah. All right. North. Let's do North, it. North, Joel. I'll just say North look like they've been building, whereas Gold yeah. Coast have just been pathetic. Well, North have done the thing that like bottom of the like bottom of the table clubs need to do, which is they can have a sh- like a disgusting season, but every time they roll into a game, it looks like they actually still want to play football. Yeah. Uh, Gold Coast. Well, they had that draw only a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah. Fuck. Uh, North. Then- North are more trustworthy at the moment. Yeah. Then we've got Collingwood take on Fremantle. Ah, I see we've got Shit House Saturday happening. Where's that one? <laughs> uh, Marvel. Uh, oh, mm, Collingwood. Collingwood, probably. because yeah. it is Harvey's first game as coach. Yeah. Although yeah. No yeah. Darcy Moore. The new coach bump. Oh, no, Darcy yeah. Moore. Freo. Doesn't Freo still have no players, though? Correct. Yeah, that's. Yeah, keep an eye on that. Is Fife back? <laughs> Collingwood. <laughs> Collingwood. Then. This is going to be an exciting game, I think. I'm making a big prediction. This could be a, literally anything. It could be a huge blowout and a boring piece of shit game. could be incredibly close. It could honestly even be like a kind of big win in the way that people aren't expecting. Who fucking knows? Because Essendon are taking on Melbourne. How come that's not a Friday night game? It's Saturday night. I said Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I guess Saturday Saturday's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Its only competition is that it's at the same time as the Port Adelaide and Sydney Swans game. Eh. Obviously, Essendon are the huge underdogs here, but also, who fucking knows? I'm going Essendon for obvious reasons, but... Um, Melbourne. Melbourne went great against Collingwood, but they should bounce back. However, Dusha, I believe, Bombers. Yeah, Melbourne. It's just like, as long as we turn up... And it doesn't look like that we're all like mopey and sad if we do lose, which I don't want to, obviously, because now we've got two really tough games in a row. It would be really, really, really upsetting to see our spirit break. And I would be terrified if we lose a couple of games in a row to have the Gold Coast Suns thing happen to us. But I don't think our team is like that. Because I think that we have copped it in a couple of games before where the team are just like, no, whatever, next week, let's go. Um. Yeah, Essendon, but fuck. This could be the game that kills me. If we get a lead in the first half. If you're not dead now, Joel, you never will. 
<laughs> Essendon have the opposite approach. Death can't get me anymore. <laughs> yeah. Will there be a crowd? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Then, well, I mean, if, I, yes. if Geelong if Geelong win, I'll probably go to this game. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I, organized, <laughs> I organized to go to the footy uh, when Tom's birthday was in disarray. And then uh, at the same time, my footy plans got finalized. So did Tom's birthday plans. So, um, no, I'll, I'll, I'll come to your birthday, birthday Tom, Tom. Don't worry. Yeah, good boy, Joe. Unless Geelong win, no. then fuck Unless the Geelong win, then me and Sean <laughs> yeah. are going to the footy. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to Geelong winning. That's a deal. The only message I get from Sean isn't about my birthday. It's just like, can you get me tickets to Saturday night? <laughs> 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 oh, great. Then, yeah, the other Saturday night game is Port take on Sydney. Uh, uh, Port. Port. It's in yeah. Adelaide. Yeah. Alira Lear. Ooh. Then Sunday. Ooh. Uh, Giants take on Hawthorne. Ugh. Giants. 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 Uh, West Coast take on Western Bulldogs at Optus Stadium. Bulldogs. This could be Bulldogs. a massive... Like, if Bulldogs win this, that's big. Yeah. Dogs. Dogs. Yep. And then... At Marvel Stadium, at 4.40, in the slot it fucking deserves, Carlton take on Adelaide. 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 <laughs> Going to get a coach fired. Oh. Oh, actually, text. this would... If Adelaide win by a couple of goals or yeah, more, that's it. that'll be it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go Adelaide too. I believe in the coach killer. Yeah. Love the coach killer. Shouldn't, because it's negative and we are how yeah, good's footy, hmm. but... I think the coach needs to die for the club to get better. <laughs> I think that the coach hey. kill is... Um, also, it's it, just... A, yeah. It's exciting. It be, yeah. It also could be a bit Haggard's footy <laughs> because it's um, it's exciting, but also there's a bit of... It means that there's lots of power about football. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah. You can just... Oh, can I just mention, talking about power and football very quickly, reading a post from... Um, Good boy, good footy energies. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, talking mm-hmm. about that in two weeks' time, Sean Berglund will play game 400 against Port Adelaide, yeah, which is that's, yeah. the team that he started at, that he and Peter, his brother, played at. Peter's son, Trent, is currently on Port's list. If Ken Hinckley cares about the spectacle of sport at all, he will name Trent to play his first game Opposed his uncle in his 400th. Oh, that do would it. be magic. Do it, do it, Ken. Do it Ken, for footy. Ken will, I reckon. Yeah? Yeah, I think he might. Oh, be good. Is this, so guy, good. is this kid close to getting a game or not? Because if he's not close, know. then that's that's not good. I have is no it, idea if he's, he's got close. two weeks to turn it on. Yeah, he's better fucking turn up, kid. Yeah. Come on, Trent. Yeah. Come on, Vossie. Help him out. <laughs> yeah, boss, come on. Give him a glove. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Uh, hey, Joel, have Tom. we got any emails? 
We've got a couple, Tom, but this episode's going long, so we're just going to read... We're going to handpick a couple this week. Inbox is firing, but we've got um, one email that's going to lead to interesting discussion, and one that has a knowledge bomb in it. A huge How Goods Footy energy contained in one little email, oh. Tom. Oh, I've forgotten. excited for it to blow my head off. I've forgotten. Sean, this email there was, was yeah. so big that not only did you not want to tell Tom, you I sent remember. it to me. I remember. An but you ah. also replied to the emailer just to clarify. I had to if clarify. If the yep. was as big as yep. it I was recall now. Beautiful. What the fuck is this thing? Oh, okay. that's great. I'm ready so to have good. my mind blown. I'm excited. Yeah. Yep. All right. So straight off the bat, this is not the email we're just talking about, but this is a good email. This is from okay. Tyson. Once again, I am watching Friday Night Footy and finding myself shaking my head at the sheer stupidity of the Channel 7 commentary team. Oh. Namely, fuckface Wayne Carey, whose special comments are just mind-numbing. I believe that we should petition for you boys, you footy professors, you clergymen of our great game, <laughs> to get your own radio gig. I can just imagine Dusha launching into space, and Carney providing truly special comments, and Tom giving... Uh, inaccurate facts and Geelong arrogance? Hmm. Might have to think his nomination. Keep up the good work. <laughs> I, 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 I get that. I would like to not put our hands up to do any commentary because I think it should go to people who are good at it. And, uh, boys, we didn't talk about this when we talked about the Friday night game, but it was nothing more frustrating than listening to Daisy Pierce give genuine, insightful commentary and have to deal with BT, Brayshaw, and Wayne fucking carry mm. yeah they the dignity shit. of it yeah also we couldn't have a radio thing we like the standards board would shut us down yeah no, we'd I'll be five minutes off. into a call and be like kill eddie Maguire." they just cut dead there yeah <laughs> no no, no. Uh, like i know that you you've both made very valid points but no put me in okay <laughs> yeah i'll do it <laughs> sounds good can't be any worse than having a uh on the record abuser of women uh, commentating. Put me on the Channel 7 commentary team with BT and Wayne Gary. <laughs> Wayne, just... if you give another comment like that, I will fucking kill you. I am not joking. <laughs> I might just do it anyway. I hate you, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Channel 7 loses their footy license. <laughs> <laughs> I get branded the most deadly man in football. Uh, the most deadly man in fucking TV. Wow. Giant killer. How long Channel 7 had footy for? I mean, there was that brief period where they didn't have it, but it's been a tradition for decades and you bring it to its knees. (laughs) With two sentences. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, finally. Now, this is the email, Tom. Hmm. I'm excited. Uh, This is from Alice. Boys, Josh Tracy is even greater than you think. Not only is it impossible to outmark him, not only will he be in Frio's men's premiership team and their second premiership team and their third premiership team, but on a Frio podcast the other day, he revealed he doesn't even like the nickname Big Kahuna. Tom, why would you like the nickname Big Kahuna when your preferred nickname is Dick Cyclone? Now, Tom. Holy fucking shit! Oh my god! My whole brain! So, there's a lot to unpack there, and we. I can't even. Sean Sean saw the email first, and Sean was like, this is huge. I need to double check. So. Joel slash Tom slash Sean Footy, which is our legal name of the Gmail account. Alice, can I just confirm that you mean to say that he actually said that his real nickname is Dick Cyclone? Regards, Connor. Hey, Connor. Good to see some footy professors place a value on truth. Yeah. Oh my God. He came up on the final Siren podcast he appeared on as a guest. After the Gold Coast game on the weekend, at the end of the interview, they asked him about his nicknames, Big Kahuna, Cyclone Tracy, and Dick Cyclone. He said he didn't really like Big Kahuna, but was a fan of Dick Cyclone. At about the 12 minute mark of the podcast from Sunday. What a goddamn legend. Oh my god. (laughs) That is fucking... 
fucking big. <laughs> oh my god, Dick Cyclone! I you both talked up how much this is going to blow my mind, and I thought, oh, it'll be pretty good, boys. It was Dick Cyclone. I need dude. to have a lie down. That is the funniest, <laughs> best thing I've ever heard. Oh my god! Okay, I'm going to put my hand up. Uh, the next time Freo play a Friday night game, put me in the commentary team. <laughs> <laughs> Dick's. Oh my god! How does BT not know that information yet? Oof. Well, he wouldn't watch Freo. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. He wouldn't know anyone at Freo. You're absolutely right. Freo don't get Friday night games. No, they don't. That is. when they do. (laughs) Someone tell Dwayne, though. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Door. Can you imagine Dick Cyclone, old baby? (laughs) 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 I'm. I'm tempted now to buy a Josh Tracy badge and wear it. And when people ask me why. Just not not on my scarf at the footy, just in mm-hmm. life at all times. Mm-hmm. And when people be like, "Why are you wearing a Josh Tracy badge?" I'll be like, "Because his nickname, he gets nickname is the Big Kahuna, but his preferred nickname is Dick Psych." <laughs> Sean, you oh, are the Photoshop wizard of this podcast. It could be worth uh, finding a photo of the badge, pulling it up, and getting it done. Oh, what about a Dick's like a Dick Cyclone T-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Fucking hell! Yeah. All right, it's, Tom. It's the best. If someone has any more huge emails to send us, where should they hit us up? I tell you what, you're gonna have to work pretty fucking hard to beat that. But if you want to have a crack, you can send it to howgoodsfooty at gmail dot com or on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually. I'm at awkward trade. I'm at Carney from fifty five, and I'm at douche thirteen. Whew, boys, good luck on the weekend. Uh, I will see both of you on Saturday night if uh, Brisbane win, and I will see the Essendon Football Club Saturday night if Geelong win. See you there. <laughs> Go Cats. <laughs> or what? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 